We have to go to the root. We have to go to the cause. Dealing with the condition itself is not enough. And it is because of our effort toward getting straight to the root that people oftentimes think we are dealing in hate. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to Conscious by Nature, where we talk about it because we live it and we understand it because we've been there before. We are oppressed. We are exploited. We are downtrodden. It's your boy D. Lamar, the scholar. You know what it is. Conscious by Nature. What's good? It's your boy, the genius. This is Conscious by Nature, man. So the only way we're going to get some of this oppression and exploitation away from us or aside from us is come together against the common enemy. Catch us every week. We dropping raw, real conversations for the people. Man, black love, black culture, always conscious. A uh, hundred years ago, they used to put on a white sheet and use a bloodhound against Negroes. Today, they have taken off the white sheet and put on police uniforms. Money Mac, the pretty boys champ here with the scholar D. Lamar and the genius Tyson Area 51 Porter. Three kings. Conscious by nature, man. Check us out. YouTube, Spotify, 8 o'clock, Friday nights, man. Don't miss, man. For the culture. One love. We out. Stay conscious. Welcome back to Conscious by Nature. We talk about it because we live it and we understand it because we've been there before. The host, you know me, Money Mac, the pretty boys champ. Thank you for tuning in. Homie, D. Lamar. Peace, peace, peace. King 3, Tyson, Area 51 Porter. What's good? Yo, genius. Yo, scholar. What's, what's going on, man? We got a lot to talk about today, man, y'all, y'all. I, you know, sometimes a lot of things happen. Um, yeah. behind the scenes and uh, we have a lot of good conversations that are really conscious by nature conversations behind the scenes Straight off up. camera so it's like when we come here we try to replicate that sometimes but sometimes I I miss out on some jewels that I say <laughs> early on off camera and I don't bring them to the screen the so. jewels the jewelies uh, yeah. so yeah man um, go ahead get us started man this is what we got you know what can I um get a shout out real quick for I got sure, two man. shout outs go ahead handle that first Win in Rome Native Apparel. Mm. Thank you for the crispy f- hat right here. Yeah. Representing the Youngstown Southside Ellenwood Ave. Yeah. My boy Tay hooked me up with that, you know. I'm probably going to try to get him on the show. That'll work. You know what I mean? Whenever. He can be a uh, you know, uh, special guest, you know what I'm saying? But And also, the homie Diesel, recording artist and championship boxer Darnell Boone. What up, though? The yeah. homie... Um, Hit us in the comments, man, and I'm really honored for you to hit me up, you know, with comments on um, our last show. So we appreciate you, Darnell Boone. Check out his new boxing gym in Youngstown, Diesel's Boxing Gym. So this is two shout-outs I wanted to hit real quick, man. What's up? So let's get right to it. Hold on, man. You ain't got to hog the mic. 51, let me hear from you real yeah. quick, man. Man. <laughs> Good show. Good show. <laughs> Good show. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, speaking of apparel, you don't cash that, man. That's... You know what I'm saying, Melon? Yes, sir. You know, it's what we are. It's what we are. Fresh. So, you know what I'm saying? Soon, these uh, these will be available sometime soon in the near future. For, so keep your eye out for that. The merch. Merch. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey, man. Listen, man. All right. Before we get into it, I got my own topic, man. So I went to the merch, right, man? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I seen a lot. Uh, 51 gear. I ain't seen no pretty boy champ gear, though. <laughs> like, I was scrolling. You know what I'm saying? Me and wifey, you know what I'm saying? We were shopping. I was like, yo, I no champ gear. That was pre-conscious by nature. Oh, uh, <laughs> we got champ gear. We coming. Genius. We got the scholar gear coming. Oh, Yo, man. Oh man, that was, that, that, that was just silly, man. That was crazy. Go ahead, man. Take us into it, man. <laughs> Have you ain't been on the? You ain't been on the website? No, you know I was actually gonna get on there this evening. Oh man, try to pick some stuff up. Maybe yeah. I get me some fifty one gear. Fifty one. Stop there. Nah, man. Um, go ahead, man. Take it away. This uh, Asian Mm. murders that have happened, Um, you know, my condolences to all the families of the people who have been harmed by this white supremacy, Mm. coming straight with it. Mm -hmm. Robert Aaron Long, you ain't nothing, man. Mm. Went and murdered 
several women at massage parlors. Um, <laughs> and we got the police defending this man. I don't know if you guys heard that. Did you see the police defending Robert Aaron Long saying he had a bad day? Oh, of course. Defending him better than an attorney would. <laughs> saying that it was possibly not racially motivated. Saying the guy had a bad day, so he just went and murdered some people. He had a sexual addiction, all of these things. But you murder people of the same ethnicity all over town. Just last week, we were talking about the narrative being pushed about African-American people um, sending out hate towards our Asian brothers and sisters. Um, and just like I said then, racism exists from all shades, but you know who is really at you. Mm. And that was just last week. And now they come and they got... This murdering spree, man. What y'all guys think about this nonsense, man? Man, this shit is horrible, man. It's horrible to hear uh, senseless killings like this, you know. Um, but to what my brother said, man, white supremacy is knocking at your door. It comes at you strong. It comes at you fast. You don't care, you know. But you want to kind of have this. It's this false narrative that it's black folk that's treating you like shit. No, 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 no. Go to the root. And the root cause is white supremacy. That's it. That's the bottom line of it. You know? <laughs> um, listen. Well, uh, I, I, I'm in disbelief that the police would say, uh, a, a terrorist, because that's what he is. He is a domestic terrorist going around town killing people of Asian descent. Now, that is a mass murderer. Why is he even arrested? Mm. Like peacefully. Like of you should. You peacefully. should. Like why is he arrested? You are going. You are riding around town murdering people. Like why are you arrested? You should. Did, but you you will put a you will handcuff a black man and put your knee on the back of his neck and kill him. Mm. But a man riding around town murdering people, we gonna just pick him up. Had a list. Had more people that he intended to kill. Had a list, and we just gonna pick him up. And this is what I'm talking about, man. Like this is the reason why. This is this is everything. This is the type, of, and it's just like. The acts, and you say he having a bad day. Mm. It's just so dismissive oh, yeah. of other just, people's lives, him. man. It's just so dismissive. Yeah. Like these people don't matter. Yeah. He's having a bad day, like you know. So you murder somebody's mom, cousin, man. aunt, sister, brother, like because you're having a bad mm. day, and you're going around town doing it. Like get out of here. Anytime, and I hate to say this, anytime. The mental illness aspect is used to protect someone from um, seeing the justice that should be served against them. Mm -hmm. I have no sympathy for that, man. You kill someone, my loved one. You kill anyone. Oh, he's mentally ill. Oh, he has this problem. Someone's lives have been lost. There's no value on life. On, on anyone else's life besides those who are in power. Which is crazy that he was arrested. Like, that's crazy to me that he's arrested. I knew he was white. <laughs> I knew he was white because they said uh, he was arrested and that was it. Like, oh, him a cheeseburger. Let's <laughs> stop uh, get you a cheeseburger and fly shit. <laughs> right, after, You know what I'm saying? I know it's you're awful. tired of killing folk. Come on, man. That shit is just unbelievable to yeah, me. Yeah, man. But you can be a black man and get shot in your back seven times and in your ass holding a Subway sandwich, going through your door with a key in it. Come on, man. And that man gets off. Come on, man. You know, um, I saw something very poignant today. U.S.-China talks happening. Um, and this, I don't, I don't even know 
uh, the ranking of these officials. Definitely, it was a man from the White House speaking to an official from China about um, the things that Biden's administration wants to do, and also trying to tell them this China official about the wrongs that they believe China is doing. And then China, the official spoke right back and said, America is deflecting the fact that they have a problem with how they treat their own people. And that's definitely seen in Black Lives Matter. And that the problems of the last four years didn't just start then. That pretty much your issues with dealing with people have lasted in our, in our deep standing, saying that the U.S. has a problem with racism. No, and we're going to play that clip, you know, but time out, time out, time wait. out. You ain't got to say the genius going to play the clip. The genius going to play the clip. Straight up. You requested the genius to play the <laughs> clip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, going to yeah. be there. Wow. wow. Okay, then. Oh, okay. Let's go. All right. So, <laughs> you know, uh, so what we have U.S. and China relations. And then right after the the, the, the spokesman for China speaks, you hear that spokesman from the Biden administration saying, uh, well, we have hundreds of colleagues and people from other nations are saying that we're doing a great job and we haven't heard anything about the fact that we have a problem with people in the U.S. Man. Black Lives Matter. We got to move. Black Lives Matter. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, you know, what kills me is it's, it's like it's almost like the U.S., doesn't understand that we have internet and everyone has TV now. <laughs> right. They can see shit right. going on in the world. Right. Like you, you, you can't just hide and get <laughs> get there like it's nineteen sixty and say no, this is great. Blah, blah, blah. Like nah, people. Well, can't wait say you know we can see you. <laughs> I mean, that's the same reason. Like you said, nineteen sixty. That's the same thing that was going on when Malcolm went to Mecca, and when he um he had formalized the um, organization. Over in Africa, the people of the world were seeing our, the plight of black people and the fact that we were being disenfranchised and treated terribly racially. The U.S. did not want to be viewed like that. When you get the international community seeing your plight, you get murdered. China's saying right then, we see what you're doing. We've always seen it. Don't try to tell us how to run our business. Don't try to tell us that we're a country that's going to rule by might. The U.S. rules by might all the time. That's why we got embassies in all these other countries. And we and we park boats in the middle of seas that are nowhere near the United States. Racism is alive and well. White supremacy is alive and well. The fact that that young man who murdered those young Asian women had a bad day and we got cops Vouching for them shows you why supremacy is alive and well. It's, man, just, it's just so hypocritical, man. Man, they'll kill me I, and you for stealing a candy bar out of the store. Man, you could just stand in the store. You ain't got to even steal nothing. <laughs> man. You dead, man. But it's so hypocritical, right? It'll tell you, you need to clean up your house. Meanwhile, <laughs> the foundation of your shit is horrible. It's crumbling. Man. No, no. The foundation of their shit is fucking... Solid and is 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 so embedded is that's why we in twenty twenty one and this white man can walk in here and kill these Asians mm. because they're whatever they forefathers have instilled this white supremacy racism mentality. He, this man ain't three hundred years old. This is a young man. He learned this from who? From where? Like, it's called you, the white man's burden. You know mm. what I'm saying? So you, so your burden is to make sure this country stays super white and superiority. Like, but when you got here, it wasn't that way. And it's it's crazy that that they put their stamp on this shit, man. Well, no doubt about it, man. It's history repeating itself. You know what I'm saying? They came in here. Killed off the Native Native Americans, right? They wanted this shit for themselves. And they said, well, we can't do shit. We're not smart enough to do anything. We need some black folk to help build this shit up. Then, you know, once it's all built up, okay, well, let's get rid of them. You know, lazy as hell. We'll just say that they, they shitty or whatever. Power begets power. <laughs> Anytime you have power over something, 
you want more power or something mm-hmm. else. That's it. That's it. Simple. It, it, it doesn't matter who you are or what you are. There's always going to be a poor element to that. And that's why you got to have more good than bad. But when the bad have so much control, and that's when you say we use the term institutionalized racism, when they have so much control, they'll never cede anything. Because they don't have to. When you don't have to, when you're not forced to concede anything like such as power and manipulation and control, because it's not even just power, it's the control that they got. It's the control over everything, what goes out, what people see, how to manipulate a situation. Like, sad. You know, um, there's something else I saw this week. Tamir Rice's mother. You know, God bless that queen. Um, She's saying she was very upset, and I saw maybe some tweets coming from her about how um, some people in the black community um, attorneys and and civil rights activists were getting famous mm-hmm. from you know the cases of the unfortunate deaths of her son and other people, mm-hmm. and she was very upset about that, and she voiced her opinion on Twitter. Um, I don't know any of these people personally. I I want to believe that the attorneys and these civil rights activists are always there to try to draw attention and help these families. And um, I believe that maybe her her anger is misdirected. If I was to lose a loved one, a child, and never saw justice from it, how would I feel? People coming, trying to help you, having marches, saying your son's name or daughter's name, but you never have seen any justice for your child. I know I will be angry too. And I will be looking for something. These people who come to help me were just people. And now their names are being said and they're making money and they're living a better life, but I have no justice. I can understand. I can't, matter of fact, I can't understand or relate, but I see the anger and the pain, and I know where it comes from, but I believe it's misguided in my personal opinion. I have really no problem with what she said. I know she spoke out against Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. and um, I understand what I'm about to say here. Listen to me very clearly. Um, my black life, my brother's black life, my other brother's black life matters. Black Life Matter, the LLC, I don't fuck with it. That's Tyson Porter saying that. Right? They might go another route. That's just me saying that. I don't fuck with the LLC because I don't think the LLC is doing quality business, quality work. I think they get out in front of, you know what I'm saying? Hey, look at us, we're here. And then out the picture. Right? That's just how I feel about it. Right? Follow the money, too. So I'm just, you know. That's very interesting. Is any money going to the families? Who's getting a larger portion of the money? If you throw a charity benefit in my son's name, Mm. a large portion of that money should be going to the family. Shouldn't be going to line your pockets. I understand what you have to do and the things that you have to facilitate or pay for. But what is it for? That's very that's very interesting. I mean, you know what I'm saying? There should be a footprint. When Black Lives Matter comes onto the scene, right, there should be a footprint left. Once everything's, all the dust is cleared, there should be a footprint. And oftentimes, you don't see a footprint, mm-hmm. right? What I mean by that mm-hmm. is, what are you doing years later? Right. How are you helping the family? How are you helping the community? You know, what money are you pumping in? To the community, thanks to that nature, and I don't see it. I just don't see it. I, I could be wrong. And if there's somebody from Black Lives Matter that wants Reach to come to us, and talk to us and educate us, yeah, by all means, sit right here and we'll talk love, to we'll us. We'd we'll love to have you on. But that's just that's just me. That's what I see yeah. or don't see. I for once in my life, um, I ain't got shit to say about this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that, you know. I feel where you coming from. Um, I feel where you're coming from because I feel the LLC 
that's not what it's supposed to be, but I feel the meaning of it is mm-hmm. bigger than that. So I have to believe, mm-hmm. I believe in the movement, okay? Mm-hmm. But I'm on the side with you, but I definitely believe in the movement and the power and what it stands for. But if you got that BLM, LLC, the footprint should be left. Like, and I understand when the lights go out and everybody's gone, right. Black Lives Matter should still be sending a check. Mm-hmm. Something should be coming every month. Something should be taken care of. All this money they raised, that house that she lived in, mm-hmm. or something should be paid off. Mm-hmm. Something should be validated. Yeah, that's a good one. From the Black Lives right. Matter right. LLC. Right. Now, the movement is part of the protest mm-hmm. and going and the speaking in this show mm-hmm. right here. Right. You feel me? That's the movement of, of Black Lives Matter. So I guess I did have something to say. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, you did have something to say, and it was really good. Right. You know, um, I agree with what you're saying to a point, too, because I think that our problem has been we have situations or when we're looking for true black leadership is organization. We never really seem organized. And that's always been my thing. Um, when we talk about how we're going to have expectations for what we want as African-American people from the government or from anything in this society, what, when people say, oh, we don't have no leader or something, to me, there has to be leadership. I always think, even when I talk about people in the conscious community, how come it's so many people, why don't they get together and make a coalition? We always have so many heads. This person says this, this person says that. And then you wind up having a conversation, and I, and I can say, well, I like Brother Polite and I like Brother Malik Zulu Shabazz, but somebody might not like what they said. They should be together because the movement is bigger than one or two people. But then you find certain people are out for the money or the name. And 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 that's why it's so hard to be organized because <laughs> Brother Umar Johnson. Because um they don't have the same dream. You know what I'm saying? They can't be a team. They can't win because we don't dream the same. Everybody got their own dream, their own angle, their own ambition, their own personal goals. Like, I got my own personal goals, but outside this show. This show is bigger than me. It The show is the show. Conscious yeah. by Nature is bigger than me. We come together to do this. I got my own personal goals outside the show that I personally try to accomplish. Right. But when I come in here, we ain't no ego. Ain't ain't none of that. You got everything has to be put to the side for the greater good of what we trying to accomplish right now and here. And I just don't think enough men in this world know how to put their pride mm. to the side and they ego down. Matter of fact, they super ego down and be like, yo, help me, show me, teach me. I want to learn. And I and I find myself um, wanting to be around people like that that are willing to um, ask questions and I can learn from and can teach me. And maybe I can teach them that that the egos are set aside, like in this room right now. You feel what I mean? So I just feel like in that aspect, as leaders, even as far back as uh, Elijah Muhammad and Malcolm X, our leaders have always done this and pulled us in this direction and that direction instead of one direction. Yeah, man. Yeah, black leadership matters, man. Definitely. You know, so we could talk all day about uh, that. Man, listen, those you know are what? many shows that's we gonna have here. Right, right, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just a that's yeah. just a regular on point topic. I kind of took it around, but that's you great. know what? Uh, let me hear some fifty one, man. Give me something. Uh, we had some good talk, man. You know what, man? My really, my wife. Really liked the Pepe Le Pew. She was like, "Oh <laughs> man, yeah, man, because you, you know, that's my, that was my guy." Yeah, shout out to Pepe, Except, man. Man, man, Pepe, man. I can't you know believe that. All right, but what we got this week? 
But uh, let's uh, let's just switch gears. Yeah. Really quick. Uh, did you guys hear about what Shaq said? The Candace Parker. Do we want to go there? Or do we want to? Let's go ahead and do it. You know, I'm just the host. <laughs> let, 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 let's go with that. Well, it's two parts, two parts. Let's start okay. first with the NCAA and the oh. disrespect with the ladies. Women's um, basketball. I mean, I know. Did you guys see? Yeah, I did. Did you, you know, see I, that? I work I mean, in the sports world, media world. Tell so me I had about to it, see TP. Tell yeah, me about it. You know what I'm saying? So the man, they, have, they got all the weightlifting equipment, everything that you can imagine is, is suited and booted in there. Okay. And then the ladies just got some free weights. No, 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 listen. <laughs> when I seen the he when I seen the locker room, it was just it was a couple of tables and chairs mm-hmm. and it had a rack of dumbbells Man, coming up lying. to UConn women's basketball ain't got nothing. You This what, was for the NCAA tournament. tournament. So you know, all the girls have to come together and work in one workout facility. So the one workout facility had like nothing but maybe like two hundred chairs in there. And it had a rack of weights, like from the bottom, 25s, 20s, 17 and a half, 15s, what? 10. That was the only oh, weights they had in there. Yes. And if you go to the men's weights, they got the hammer, the bench, the squat, the leg is They got leg. everything. The men's weight facility is immaculate. Look like walking into Lifetime Fitness. That's what your, your standard gym, Gold Gym, Gold Gym, whatever gym that you like to go to. That's what it looked it, like. It, the best gym that you know that man. you go to, you be like, man, I love going to that gym. They got everything. That's what they had in the man's. That's terrible, man. And I know, I know, there's gonna be a lot of people. Well, little Tyson, man, you know what I'm saying? The men make generate a lot of money. I get all that. See, we get that, but, but that's, that's a, unfair, man. Yeah. You you can generate all the money you want to generate, but I'm not with having something half-assed. You're going to have women's basketball and you're going to have a women's tournament, then have it. Mm-hmm. And then not only they was talking about the weight room, let's not be remiss and mess out that the men was getting these shirts and jumpers and mm-hmm. shoes and socks oh, and not all this gear. Lacing. And you know what I'm saying? And bags. You know, all this extra stuff. And the and the ladies that work just as hard, that play just as hard, that, that practice just as long, mm-hmm. probably more more because it's inconvenient to them because the men need the gym, so they got to wait, and they got practice at 9, 30, 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But they got to be up at 5 and still be in biology and study for that test. You feel me? Like, man, it's crazy. They they student athletes, they, and I, I'm just like, I, that shit had me so hot, man, because I don't even look at them as – Females, athletes. I just look at them as athletes. Athletes, yeah. like why? Why would you slight other yeah. athletes? Like this is ridiculous. And that gets to a bigger problem too. And and I want to talk about the M, the NBA and WNBA along with this. Mm-hmm. And we've had con- con- conversations in the past about this. Sexism is even bigger than than racism. To be honest. It's big, man. Like how you treat women. You can't get them, like he said, the same weights. You can't lace their weight room. You you acting like you said either you do or you don't. Like you oh, don't even care. Man, can I can I just say something yeah. else? You should see what they eating. The <laughs> women got like two, three, three, four things. You go chicken, this, some salad. Let me tell you something. The men. Filet mignon, butterfly steak, porterhouse, oh, grilled chicken, fried chicken, vegetables. It like the salad bar, like the meat bar, the coach, er- like everything, like like helping you pr- the, the food you need to perform. You you this is this is a regulated system. We're talking about student athletes. Why is this okay? That's my question. What are you telling your daughters? What are you showing them? Oh, you play basketball? You can't be as good as them. You don't even get as good as them. They got to work hard. Not even that. You play basketball, but you're not a man. You don't generate the money. You don't get what the man get. That's disrespectful as hell. And then if you are great enough to go to the WNBA, man, we barely give you any publicity. I don't even know when their games come on. Mm. Like, come on. This is going to piggyback on your next thing. I know you told me. It's like, where's the respect for women athletes? They got their own leagues, man. 
Man, go ahead, man. I want to get into so, that. So let's go right into it with Shaq. And the Shaq, and of course, he's on TNT and, and, and Candace Parker as well. And, um, you know, Shaq was like, hey, I know how to fix the WNBA. And he was like, you just need to lower your rims. And Candace, now he didn't say that in a disrespectful way, mm. right? But he was just saying, if you just lower your rims, you guys can get, get out there and bang and dunk. That might spark up a little more juice maybe a little bit more revenue for you guys. So Candace Parker really wasn't feeling that. Like, no, 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 we want to keep the rims where they are, and we'll be dunking in the next couple of years. You just wait and see. So there again, you know, uh, some may, may take that as disrespect. Mm-hmm. It's not disrespect. I think he was helping trying to drive, generate more buzz and get the money up, you know. I don't feel like the NBA – Puts enough love into them anyway. Mm. The NBA as a whole, the NBA making mad money. The league is doing the best it's ever done. But they don't put no love into the WNBA to me. Come on, come on, hit me with the money. Go ahead. I got some. There wasn't no love into the NBA until a dude named MJ hit the league. And when a dude named MJ hit the league, he changed the league forever because he changed the game forever. So until you get that game-changing female, and I understand what Shaq's saying, lower the rims, change your game, make your evolutionary player, and you'll get and generate that revenue because the reason why the NBA blew up is because I want to be, I want to be, I want to be like Mike, Mm. and that's not just here. That's the world. So you got to make an icon But there wasn't no WNBA even then. There was no Women's Basketball Association. Exactly. So now we're talking about those little girls wanted to be like Mike, but even couldn't even play professional basketball. But now you can play, play professional basketball, but you have to get a transcending athlete, my dude. Like, I understand it's a professional leagues and you got to pump it, but you have to have a transcending athlete, like really somebody that, that and there's there's great, great players. But what you have to do is bring excitement to the game. You have to have a little boy want to play like one of these girls. That's what you, and that is transcending. And when you get that, then you'll have what you're looking in general. I don't think that'll ever happen. But it can, and it will I, I don't. I don't agree. Because, once again, how sexist the world is, how things are shaped. You're never shaped as a little boy, well, you weren't as a while, for a while, to want to be like a woman at all. No, but here's the thing. If you are watching the WNBA and you see a female pull a dunk off in a game, you've never seen a dude pull off in a game on an eight-foot rim, then all of a sudden that changes your perspective on how you look at her because the way we shape it is because we view it because that's the way we see them. See, we see them inferior, but if I see her put it between her legs and boom, dunk on an eight-foot rim, it changes how I view her, no matter what you tell me, because I see it visually. Her put it between her legs and yam on her. I don't care how high the goddamn rim is. She did that. And keep it real. I mean, saying, we ain't going to even check for the rim. We don't care about the oh, rim. Oh, did you see her yam on old girl? We Damn. don't care. Yeah. We're not we going to even check for the rim being low. No, I definitely hope so, man. You know? I can understand her even taking it as a slight because all your life it's never been good enough. These girls fighting. They don't get the same treatment in college, in high school, none of that. So it's like, you are, they always have to be there. Why you want me to lower my rim? I can do it because that's the way she, her mind is shaped and all those right. girls. But, but at the same time, like, so she may I, reflect. I, I, I hate, I hate the fact that she has to feel so defensive yeah. about lowering the rims because that's, you're right, the mentality mm-hmm. that we have shaped in our women. Like, that's not a slight on you. That's to help you lower the rim and bring the excitement to the game. Bring bring people, because, like, if you lower the rim and you bamming, like, listen, I'm watching this WNBA because, like, I already think girls have a higher skill set. Women have a higher skill set. They dribble, pass, shoot better. They have better fundamentals. So now if you add the athleticism into it, I'm like, yo, I'm watching this girl. What you watching? Man, I'm watching this Sparks game over here. Like, because, like, it. Sometimes I catch myself during the summertime 
watching WNBA and they got good flow and oh, they man. up and down and they can shoot. You know what I mean? Like, hey, I mean, I think, I, think, I think there's several things that I, I agree with Shaq, lower the rim. I also think shorten the court just a little bit. Yep. Right? So th- what that will do is pick up the speed, the pace of the game. And the scoring. And the scoring, right? So you know, don't be afraid and to change the rules. Evolve mm-hmm. your game a little bit. And okay. listen, we'll support you. Evolution. Evolution. Right? Don't be don't be scared of that. Take that. Take that on. Change your game and add things that the men don't have. You don't have to be like men. Right. Make your game different. And mm-hmm. in different, it might be better. You never know until you try to try it differently. And that, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a great idea, man. What, what they should do, what I would do if I was commissioner, I would just test it out. In a G League, in, Summer in League. In a G League or something like that. Summer League. Or even exhibition play. Yes. Right? I'm going to lower the rim and just go at it. Just just play your game. And let's see what see what happens. After this uh, quick commercial break, we're back. <laughs> by nature. And we're back. We're back. <laughs> Real quick, we want to um, say uh, rest in peace to uh, the marvelous one, yeah, Marvin Hagler, man, man. one of the greats. Um, you know, there's a little sketchiness of how my brother passed away. Said he might have passed. Well, I mean, you know, some say that he took the shot and oh, I had did, some complications from taking COVID, the second shot. I did not know how he passed. I yeah. thought he, yeah. You know, I'm a fan. And like I said, rest in peace to the Marvelous Marvin Hagler. Did you know that that's his real first name, Marvelous? I did know, man. Of course you know. We boxing fans. <laughs> Fish and yeah, I, was about, I was about to look at you like, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, give me that look. <laughs> like, what? Man, that, uh, he was actually my favorite fighter from the 80s. So a lot of people love Sugar Ray Leonard. I was a Pernell Whitaker, dude. Mm. No doubt, sweet pea. Um, but, uh, man... <laughs> 62 wins, mm-hmm. two draws, three losses in his career. 52 knockouts. Man. One thing a lot of people don't know about him, what made him so great, he was a true middleweight. Mm-hmm. Guys like Leonard, uh, Tommy Hearns, mm-hmm. they, those guys uh-huh. were lightweights that moved up to middleweight. He stayed middleweight his whole career. Do yourself a favor and just go watch Hagler Hearns Oh, yes. The first, fuck it, the first round. Come on now. And see two gladiators a fight, put their foot down and stand square toe to toe and, just hit and go to work. My God. We don't have boxing like that anymore. No, but, man. man. No, man. Hey, he had, he had four of the greatest fights I've ever seen. Him and Hearns, him and Duran, mm. mind you. Come on now. <laughs> That's the fight. That's the fight. That's oh, okay. really the fight that everybody <laughs> should know. Hagler Duran, him and Leonard, mm-hmm. and then when he fought Robert DeBeast Mugabe, which was a war. Like, this is like if you watch the movie Rocky, like that shit in the 80s, them was Rocky fights, dude. Them was Rocky like fights. Why you had to go ruin it, man? Hey, Paulo <laughs> Creed. Paulo Creed's my boy, man. <laughs> Rocky man, I don't, I don't disrespect you know, the marvelous one. Not at all, but uh, I loved him, man. You know, I loved watching him. I loved his craft, man. So, <sighs> all right, man. What you got, man? Don't you? Now you didn't. You made us all sad, man. Liven it up <laughs> a little bit, man. What you got? Nothing. Fifty one. Live me up real quick. Oh, let's let's go back. Um, we got some juice. We got the juice. We, we got a little juice. We want to go. Uh, yeah, do that one. We got a little juice, man. Um, are y'all familiar with uh, Derek Jackson? Mr. Uh, Mr. From, from the Jackson 5? <laughs> Not from the Jackson 5. <laughs> hey, I don't hey, know who hey, that is. Hey, that was that other brother. <laughs> that <laughs> other brother. <laughs> yes, that's that's a, another cousin. Not, Tito. Brother. Not, not the cousin. <laughs> Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Derek Jackson, man, just came out that... Um, oh, he well, was... Let's talk about this brother real quick. Sir Simpelot. Um Who? Sir Simple, Sir Simple lot. lot, you know what I'm saying? I, I have no idea who this play, is, man. Play case, play case to the women a lot. He be on oh. IG talking. On IG, on Facebook, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Telling the women what they want to hear instead of telling the truth. Um, oh. Yeah. One of those relationship experts. Oh, yeah. And oh. you shouldn't take this from a man. And, you know, oh. your man should be cheating on you, but you got exposed. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute now. Hold on now. Hold on now. Because, you know, I just had this conversation about being honest. 
and up front. And I know I've been losing a lot of fans lately. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people been dropping me off Instagram. They don't, they unfollowed your boy. Oh, oh damn, we unfollowed. Yeah, you know, I think a lot of my females they didn't really know how candid I was mm. at times. I thought they probably thought I was like a liar. Oh, damn. <laughs> Gotta be honest and true. <laughs> I can't it's help it, man. Way. So, no. who's this Dexter Jackson guy? <laughs> Dexter. Dexter Jackson. <laughs> hey, that's somebody. <laughs> that name's. That's no, he was a Super Bowl MVP. <laughs> Dexter, Dexter Jackson. Yeah, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Shout out Dexter, Dexter Jackson. Jackson baby. Not to be confused with this other Jackson. Right. <laughs> it's Darren Jackson. Oh, this is Darren. I don't know who the hell this man is. <laughs> this is a sucker. Man, yeah, just, just a sucker, man. So, yeah, you got exposed, pimp. You know what I'm saying? So what actually happened, T.P.? So, you know what I'm saying? The little side chick. Always the side chick. Mm. Never have the side chicks around. What did we say? Second place, the first loser. See, and that's what I told you. A number, a second wife, not a side chick. Mm-hmm. A side chick always wants to be number one. A second wife will always be your second wife. Want to be number one and expose this cat. Start talking. You know what I'm saying? Intimate details of how they get down in the bedroom. The same, the same bed that uh, him and his wife lay in. No, he lying. Oh yeah, oh, man. Oh yeah. I thought he was smart. Nah. Nah, he just played the game. Oh, oh, he played the game. Oh, he played man. the game. Play. Oh. I, yeah, man. Man, I, you know what, man? Can I see a picture of this dude, man? I, like, <laughs> I have never. This is crazy to me. I can't wait to just. I I love that this happened, ladies. I love because this is the type of motherfucker you follow. You need to be following one and fucking with the champ and listen to what I got to say. But <laughs> you listen to his ass and all he do is cheat on his woman and he got the you. I, I ain't got no. He gamed you. He gamed you. He been gaming, making money, selling books. Talking about what oh, he ain't going to do. Too? Oh, books the whole nine. And Shut then up. he wind up doing it to you. Mm. Oh, wow. So he, you get so gained say, by a sucker. Man, I wish I had some background information <laughs> on this dude, man. This yeah, is bro. crazy. Yeah, yeah, man. Just placate to y'all women. Y'all just fall for it every single time. You know what I'm saying? So he just, what, what, what does he say? I, I need to hear like some something that he would say. What does he say? Oh. You need to be appreciated. Don't listen to them. <laughs> Make sure he runs you bath water. Some goofy shit like that, That's probably. Some, some old bullshit. <laughs> I, mean, I made that up. Ma- <laughs> you you attend no matter what. Oh man. You know what I'm saying? Even if you're 300 pounds and got Samuels. five kids. Listen to Kevin Samuels. Shout That's out to Kevin real. Samuels, the real G. Yeah. Shout out to Kevin Samuels. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> man. Like, yeah. For sure. I know we're gonna get a lot of dislikes, but <laughs> it is what it is. Hey, as a matter of fact, I think we got our first dislike. We're making progress. Making progress, yeah. Because yeah, Cass is not liking the show now. It's just cool with me. I think hey, it was that 26% likes. that you had hit him with. That was it. I'm about to yeah. like. Please like oh, and subscribe yeah. Yeah, and comment yeah. on the show. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you you know, I, everybody not going to like what of I say. Of course not. So, not um, but that was just some some honest and, and true shit. Like, and, and this is what I'm talking about. You, uh, you, you love him, and you'll give him a million followers or whatever, cause he'll tell you anything out you want to hear. Mm-hmm. But as soon as somebody tell you something you don't want to hear, that's honest and true. Mm-hmm. You like boo to you, and I'm like boo to you too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. when I tell you something or I be real with you, it's not to slight you or dog you. It's to help improve you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna tell you nothing to placate you just to make you happy. Because obviously, I don't want that shit to stay the same. I need shit to improve at all times. Mm-hmm. And improvement only comes with truth and honesty. There it is. So. So, Derek Jackson? Yeah, you You played yourself. Derek Jackson. Matter <laughs> of fact, uh, wherever he's working, whatever he's doing, call up the champ. I'll take his job right now. You know what I'm saying? Book me around the world. Give me a couple seminars. I got you. You know what I'm saying? Rocking number, comes by nature gear, though. So, yeah, uh, maybe. I need some champ gear too. <laughs> champ gear on deck. Yeah, we're gonna, we gonna work on some um, some work for the shirts. <laughs> no, we got a, we got a lot of great concerts by nature. Yeah, a lot of a but, lot. You know, I mean, just like like tons of it. But like when you just scroll through everything, there's a lot of the genius. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I am the creative genius. <laughs> no doubt no, like, about that, baby. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, but yeah, look out for that gear. That's what's up, man. Um. Yeah, I didn't know nothing about this dude. This was good, you know. And I don't even like to diss, um, 
you know what I'm saying, black people and shit. Man, I talk about know. the suckers. I don't care what race you, know what you are. No, we, we ain't dissing. But like, uh, damn, man, why would you mislead or women, you simp? <laughs> you just a sucker for that. Like, that don't even make no because sense. Because when you mislead the black ladies, it results in paper. Let's just be real about it. You know what I'm saying? So if you simp, you tell them everything they want to hear, oh, they going to, you know what I'm saying? Listen, I can't tell you everything I want you want to hear, but I can help you with great relationship advice. I just, just ask about me. You should. I can't lie to you. I'm no uh, Donnell Jackson. What's his name? <laughs> it don't matter. It don't matter. <laughs> we don't get the, su- the suckers' names right. <laughs> I keep forgetting. I'm just a cat name on purpose. If I, I don't like him. Yeah, listen, this, this, I just can't remember this fool's name. I, the first time I ever heard this. It's forgettable. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. What else yeah, we got? So, St. Patrick's Day just passed. Very forgettable holiday. Let me not say that. Respect due to whoever celebrates that. But if you're African-American, ask yourself why you celebrate St. Patrick's Day. Are you Irish? Why are you wearing green? Just like how we're educated in school, the colonizers get you to believe and respect their traditions and holidays. St. Patrick's Day means nothing to me. It's a celebration of St. Patrick. It's actually a Christian holiday. If you're not Christian, why are you celebrating St. Patrick's Day again? I don't. I'm you see not. what I'm saying? <laughs> Ask yourself this too, if you're African American. Do they celebrate our holidays? Mm. Do you know anyone that celebrates Kwanzaa? Or even knows what it is or why. But you want to wear green, drink beer, pile around, and act like it's a real holiday. But it's not a holiday to you. These are things when I was in my growth to be conscious that I struggle with. Christmas, Thanksgiving, all of these holidays that really mean nothing to me. But we've grown accustomed to them and assimilated to them. And I understand that I utilize it for togetherness in my own way. But St. Patrick's Day, I had my kids ask me, oh, Dad, you're not wearing green today. And if you don't get green, wearing green, you get punched in the arm or something they were doing in school. My little boy's telling me that. And I'm like, I don't celebrate St. Patrick's Day. I'm not Irish. (laughs) Come to think of it, St. Patrick started the genocide of the Tiwa. Pygmies, who originally inhabited Ireland. And he set aside a genocide for them and murdered them all. And then took over Ireland. Because Ireland was originally inhabited by the Tiwa Pygmy people from Central Africa. I learned that. Because I had to look up what the hell St. Patrick's Day really meant. So why would I celebrate that man? I'm African. That makes uh, almost... Too much sense, right? <laughs> like great story, great knowledge. Uh thank you, scholar. I, I think I think we all needed that uh history lesson. Yeah, straight up. It's for real. I, like I didn't know that. That was Dude. that was one of your better segments. Thank oh, you. Thank so you so much. <laughs> Golly, that was that was fire right there. <laughs> man. What they say? No better, do better. Oh man. Yeah, okay. So I mean but it's cool because it's not St. Patrick's Day. Man, you can wear green whenever you want to as long as you ain't celebrating nothing that'll kill your people. Man, the man's name is Money. Straight up. You know, Money Green. The so, uh, <laughs> man, it's a really good show today, guys, man. Oh, man. You know, that that that's when I say that, that's the cue that we about to, you know. I know y'all be like, dang, man, it's over already, man. Yeah, man. We, we <laughs> Next week, uh... When we gather some more information up, man, we're going to touch on this Watson situation. It's real sticky and speculatory right now, <laughs> so we're not really going to speak on it because we want to be conscious. TP, take us out of here. Hey, man, once again, thank you for watching the show. Thank you for yeah. subscribing. Thank you for liking. Thank you for hitting us in the Cash app. We appreciate that. So, again, we will be back next week <laughs> at your regularly scheduled time. Dealer Moore.
Man, I just want to shout out Win in Rome Native Apparel again for the fit, the little hat right here. And shout out to my homeboy Diesel, the champ, Darnell Boone, for good comments on our uh, show, our last show. D Boone, the only dude that I ever seen put down Andre Ward. Put him down. Right. The champ. No doubt. All right, man. Uh, thank you for tuning in, man. This has been another episode of Conscious by Nature, man. This is really getting fun, man, and really getting enjoyable. Um, I hope y'all enjoying this, man. I hope y'all enjoying our topics and the knowledge my young brothers is bringing to y'all. And on uh, the entertainment factor also. So oh, thank yeah. you for tuning in, man. Next week, 8 o'clock. If you're too busy, pop us on in your car, Spotify. Yeah. Don't forget about it. Um, next week, everybody, stay conscious. Peace. Peace. everybody this is the host money mac the pretty boy champ for the scholar d lamar and the genius tyson area 51 porter thank you for tuning in thank you for listening this has been another episode of conscious by nature stay conscious everybody